back in the day and it's still relevant now that we used to talk about how you had a lot of old people tendencies and you not, call not them grandma not tendencies. older old people but like old women yeah grandma tendencies. grandma tendencies i remember this term when you said it a couple minutes ago it, it resonated i remember that we used to talk about this i don't remember any of my grandma tendencies but i'd love to hear about it well I'll, um i know one that's really just stands out is how you you get in a robe after you shower, like you're a robe guy. You're the only There's person. You're the only person that I know that does that. There's nothing wrong. It's so much. I'm more not saying efficient. there's anything wrong with it. Maybe it is as efficient. It's as quicker. You can get, it's more comfortable. But it's very grandma like. I feel like grandmas walk around in their robe after they shower. You know, you, you just think that my whole bathroom routine is very womanly. We can get into that another it time. It is. Like you're a big lavender guy. Like that's. It that doesn't have to be guy. like grandma, but very like feminine. <laughs> You know, like, lavender is not manly. Lavender's you don't walk in, like, that's, that's thing a man in the world. right there with the purple lavender. With the purple lavender, you scented, you know. <laughs> Soap, well, I was going to say shampoo, it's not shampoo. I, I know you there. had other ones. I think I did. I can't remember any of them. You used to just be able to rattle them off like a list, though. Yeah, I know. Oh, you're driving. You drive like a grandma. How do I drive like a grandma? Two hands on the wheel, just oh, sorry. straightforward, not, not paying attention to anything around you. Probably going five under. <laughs> I go the speed limit. I'll go five over. Okay, all right. Maybe yeah. don't. But you're right. I do not look to Got my left or my right that much. Tapped a couple other cars. In the past, I've gotten to be a better driver over <clears throat> over the years. Okay, so uh, my truck actually hit something with my truck the other day. Oh really? Well, it actually hit me. So we were going in this parking garage, Allie and I, and I pull up to a gate where it was like. You know, this is going to be six foot eight. Can you fit in here? You know, if you can fit. So I was like, cool. Yeah, I can fit. So I scooted up all the way to the gate. I didn't realize this gate was like, had a hinge at the very top mm. and it was opening towards me. And look, I have the grill guard, so it doesn't do anything. But I was just like, what? There's no warning or anything. Like stay 10 feet back or anything. I was like right up on it. So See me in the Honda Accord, that just knocked me out. <laughs> it just lifted, lifted the car, flipped it. But yeah. But yeah. You have grandma tendencies. Well, I appreciate it. This is the Our Advice Your Problems podcast. I'm Hunter. That's Cody. And you've got problems. We've got advice. Maybe. I have some advice for you all today. But before we get into that, make sure you stay till the last question of the day, which is, I spread some office gossip. My boss is now trying to identify who did it. Sounds mm. good, though. Can't it? wait for that one. All right. So what's your advice, man? What do you got for us today? Well, I got a lot going on in my life right now. I had a very busy week leading up to this. And <laughs> believe it or not, that's not the reason that we actually missed a day of putting an episode out. It just happened for other reasons. <laughs> but we recently had our fantasy football draft for my 12-man league that we do every year. You know, we all get together, you know, all 12 of us, even the ones from out of town, come in for one night. We get into a room, we hang out, we catch up, we party, and we do a draft, you okay. know, for like eight hours. Okay. And I have some fantasy football advice for old gentlemen out there. And some for the ladies, too. Okay? I'll, I'll give the advice to the ladies first. How about that? Okay. Well, first off, have you ever played fantasy football? I have. Have you ever done it, like, with friends for money in, like, a competitive way? No. Okay, so we... It's big buy-in. We're talking the winner gets over $1,000 in our league. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's... 
And stakes are pretty high. And ladies, you have to understand this, that if your man is in a league like that, if you're wondering, you know, like your man's a Cowboys fan, why does he care so much about this Lions-Jags game? You know, <laughs> both teams are 2-6. and six. Why is he yelling at Trevor Lawrence for not completing passes? And let me tell you, he might be going up against a guy that's very beatable, and he knows it's towards the end of the season, the fantasy season at least, and if he doesn't beat this man, then, you know, that's potentially $1,000 out the window. So just just go with him. Be there to support him. Don't question his, you know, weird game-cheering tendencies during this very emotional time for us. I think that's good advice for even non-fantasy players. Yeah. Hey, well, so. we just like to watch football. We don't really care who's playing. I'll watch the Jags and the Lions. Yeah, if it's entertaining. It's entertaining. You know, I'll watch it. Just Ugh. It's football song. Let me... It's, well, I mean, personally, I won't because I didn't draft anyone from those two teams this year. But brings me my second piece of advice. This is for the guys that are playing fantasy football. Some advice for your leagues, especially if it's a league like ours, lots of friends, big money league, right? Mm-hmm. Here's what you got to do. you got to make a big move early on. you got to be part of the first trade of the year, and you got to make it big. That's what I did. Because mm. we drafted on Friday, Friday night. You know, it was a big party. You know, everyone got there, started at like 4. We drafted mm-hmm. at 11. We all hung out till like 1 a.m. I'll tell you this. We did that Friday. Saturday, everyone did their thing. Sunday, we all got back together because the commissioner of our league, he's actually getting married soon. We went, all went to his engagement party. And at the engagement party, me and one other guy, Mitch, we went and we sat outside for an hour in the Texas heat, and we negotiated the first trade of the season because you got to set the tone early. Okay. And what you was, gotta what let, was the trade? you got to let people know you're swinging for the fences, mm. and so they'll come back to you with trades. You want to know what the trade was? Let me know out there, people, and even Cody, if this is a good trade or a bad trade. We each are giving four players up to the other person, which is a giant trade for fantasy. Yeah. I'm giving up. Let's see if I can remember this, because we went over this for a long time. Stephon Diggs. Okay. Another receiver, Alan Lazard. Another receiver, Jameson Williams, who's suspended for six weeks. And uh, Zach Charbonnet, who I had never heard of until we did our fantasy draft, and apparently he was a second-round running back. Hmm. In the real draft, he was a second-round running back, not in our fantasy draft. Okay. For him, I'm getting Jonathan Taylor, the running back, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Pittman, and Zeke. Most people have told me that I won that trade. So, for y'all out there, y'all want to be me in this situation and not Mitch. Yeah, you might have. I know the Hopkins-Diggs trade is pretty close. Yeah. Well, thank you for participating in this discussion. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know about running back Zeke. I don't think that was a good win. Well, okay, it, it wasn't really a win. It was he was like the last most important person in that trade. We're swapping two running backs and we're going to do much. That's true. All right. First question of the day: My housekeeper's driving me nuts with her complaining. Hmm. That's funny. I've never had a housekeeper. Now my girlfriend's family has had some, mm-hmm. um, but I've never heard of any like. Oh, she keeps complaining about stuff. Like, they're usually pretty, like, to themselves. Yeah. Clean. And what's funny is if you, if you have a maid, you always clean for the maid to come. But I'm assuming this person, since the maid is com- complaining, is not cleaning before the maid comes. So mm-hmm. stuff just, like, everywhere. They can't even clean. They can't get done what they want to get done. That's the only thing I can think of. I have two thoughts on this. First off, I have had a housekeeper before. Not like a full-time housekeeper, but like the my family growing up. I think probably like 10 or 12 times we had a housekeeper come in. Okay. You know, just for like 
you know, if it's things like moving, you know, putting a house up for sale, or, you know, maybe like once every couple of years or so. Christmas, maybe. A Christmas housekeeper. <laughs> Who can't relate? <laughs> the other thing, too, when I read it out loud, my housekeeper's driving me nuts with her complaining. You know what it made me think of? What? The movie Horrible Bosses. <laughs> when uh, it's, or maybe it was Horrible Bosses, too. When it's the rich dude that has the son that they kidnap. Yeah. The son's talking to the housekeeper one night. And he's like getting onto her about, there's still water left in the sink. It's sturdy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what it made me think. Yeah. Oh, what were you laid in, then he said, what were you raising a farm? Yeah. Something, something like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, I, I guess I'm reading you, you read the questions. So you got this one. <laughs> All right, I, you know, I never actually knew that that's how we did it. I was just kind of look to you and I get a vibe of who's going to read. I thought you ever read the question first. It reads the. It, that might be the case, but I never paid so attention. So, by all means. All right. I get that I'm privileged to be in a financial situation where I can afford a housekeeper. I found out years ago the best thing for me to have a happy marriage was to hire a housekeeper. I have six casts six cats and continuously foster kittens. So, there's always work to be done. And yes, it can be very gross. Two and a half years ago, I hired my current housekeeper, Dana. She applied to an ad on Nextdoor. The ad mentioned the cats and the litter boxes and picking up after me and my spouse were part of the job. One of my cats has CH. By the way, it doesn't look like they explain what CH is. I'm assuming neither one of us know what CH is. I have no idea. <laughs> one of the cats has CH. And as a result of this, she goes uh, as a result of this, she goes next to the litter box instead of in it. Foster kittens almost always come with diarrhea, and my kitten room needs to be completely sanitized regularly. Again, I get it. Gross. I pay well for all this. $800 a week for six hours a day, four days a week, with regular raises, and she takes about an hour break each day. I thank her regularly, give her bonuses. I've never once had an issue with uh, her changing her days or taking days off. The closest I came to being disrespectful to Dana is when she brings her politics into conversations. Like this morning when she told me that Biden was going to get rid of cash before the election. And I told her she should really stop listening to whatever sources are saying things as they are clearly on with lying to her. But anyways, I feel like I'm not a D-I-C-K. Cody won't let me cuss. I don't always want to chat, but I am always courteous to her. In the beginning, she was great. Happy to have the job, happy with the job, loves playing with the kittens, feeding kittens, coming up with her own names for the kittens. Lately, though, she seems to be doing less and less work and is complaining more and more. She seems to always have the need to tell me all about how gross my cats are, often while I'm eating breakfast. And then anytime I'm in a room with her, uh, with anytime I'm in a room with her, she is constantly complaining about how gross the litter is. Today, my CH cat went next to the litter box. Went up next. I'm going to start over. Today, my CH cat went next to the upstairs litter box. That's how words work. I noticed it early in her shift and assumed she would get to it. A half hour before she was supposed to leave, she was just sitting at the table on her phone, so I mentioned I would like it clean before she left. I was upstairs while she came and cleaned it and had to listen to her go on and on about how disgusting my cats were and how they had no manners for about five minutes. I get that cleaning poop is gross, but I pay well, and I feel like part of the job is doing the job and not constantly B-I-T-C-H-ing about it. Cody won't let me cuss. I'm also terrible at any sort of confrontation. Thanks for advice. All right. First off, we need to do a little bit of math with how much she's actually getting paid. So it's 800 a week for six hours a day, four days a week. So 24 hours a day. 800 not, not, divided by not, 24 is not math that not I know 24, of. Not, not 24 hours a day. Or sorry, 24 hours a week. 
Uh, I'm, I'm going to sit here and do that. 24 hours a week. $800 a week. So that's close to $25. a day. 400 uh, Yeah, it's $200, 200, $200, $200 a, day. a day. That's an easier way to do it. Which is pretty good, I think, for a housekeeper. I mean, because I, I think a lot of people pay a lot less, like maybe $100 every other week for like four hours or something. Like I don't know how you're making any money doing that as a housekeeper. But I think complaining is getting her through the job. Oh, yeah. I do because I've done jobs that you do lawn care and those jobs suck. I mean, you're cleaning. I do trunk removal. Those jobs suck. And if you don't complain, you can't get through it. You gotta let it out. Yeah. If she's doing it and is... complaining, it's fine. Yeah. But if she's not doing it, then that's then obviously find another housekeeper, or maybe I don't know what you do with a cat. You just sell them. <laughs> I don't. Here's my thing though. I complain about. I've complained about every job I've ever had. Sometimes that's to my coworkers. Sometimes that's when I get home complaining about it to friends sometimes and family. Sometimes it's directly to the customer. It's fine. <laughs> Never that. What I was <laughs> going to say, home. what she's suffering from is not having coworkers or people there. Because, yeah. you know, you're never supposed to show how much you hate your job to the customer or to the boss, right? right? And she doesn't have any outlet for that, you know? It's not like she can get, you know, on the phone and call someone and talk about it. Because even then, the lady can still hear her, you know, complaining about it. Honestly, I just this honestly would be a tough line of work just because there is no one to complain to, and on top if you're of that, doing you're it by cleaning. yourself, but you can do it with the team. I've seen crews of people go in. Well, that's what I was going to say. She needs to go to a company, not just. Sounds like she's doing her own thing. She needs to go to a company that will put her out in a team of two or three or four, and you know, do multiple cleaning jobs a day. She might not make exactly the same amount of money, but it'll probably be at least within the ballpark of what she's currently making. Okay, so that's advice for the cleaner, right? So that's great. Oh, but, I thought we were giving advice to the cleaner. <laughs> no, we no. <laughs> I got confused. I we got need confused. to help the lady. Okay. I think how she approaches it is just ask her, say, hey, I understand, and do it kindly. Hey, I understand this job's, you know, tough. It's a lot of work. I do pay good, but, it, you know, it is It's gross. not for everyone. But, and I was like, you know, do you want to continue being my housemate? If so, I'd, I'd love for you to, but this is what I need. And if, if not, if you don't think you can do that, that's completely fine. Just let me know so I can start searching for another one. Yeah, leave it at that. Man, that was some HR stuff right there. That was that was that was. HR departments are the downfall of the modern workplace. I think. Yeah, if you think about it, think to back to like the 1930s or the 1800s when all jobs were just men just getting you. You won't let me cuss. Men just getting stuff done, right? Yeah. You're hammering in nails and you know. Putting stuff together, working on farms. There was no HR department. No one was, you know, complaining. Oh, you know, Johnny was rude. He made a joke that upset me. You know, but all of a sudden we got in the office jobs, and then all the women are just sitting around complaining to each other. And I, I got to just be a man. If I owned a company, I would not have an HR department. Just if did Johnny make a joke that you found offensive? Well, put on your big girl britches and get over it. <laughs> Sorry, I got. <laughs> Look, I I agree. Everyone is way too soft nowadays. Yeah, thank you. But everyone is way too soft nowadays. Also, do and you not understand how hard that was to say without cussing? The you S, did great. I'm I, proud I wanted of you. to say S F and the P word during that. You did great. Thank you. I'm proud of you. You should be. <laughs> we definitely helped her and the house. Wait, well, I think I had something to say other than HR departments. I really did. Okay, <laughs> so. Uh, what Cody said is right. That would be my main advice. But also, the other thing that I want you to understand is, like I said earlier, this lady has no one else to vent to about her job while she's on the clock. She has no coworkers. Mm-hmm. So 
maybe if you even told her, like, hey, you know, if you want to throw an AirPod on while you're cleaning, and, you know, maybe part of it you're listening to a podcast, maybe part of it, you know, you can be on the phone with, you know, you tell her she can be on the phone with her husband or her friends as long as you're getting the job done. That doesn't bother me. And you can complain to them, you know, just quietly while you're doing it instead of doing it out loud and to me. You gave me a look while I said that as if you didn't agree. I thought that was decent advice. I don't think she's going to take that advice well. Hey, you can... You can get on your phone and probably talk to your I didn't husband say get on the phone. I said put an working. AirPod in. Put an AirPod in. Yeah, and get on the phone. Yeah. So, hey, you can get on your phone and go complain to other people if you want to. As if she's they still were her coworkers. Well, yeah, but my thing is, is like currently she's complaining out loud like, oh, gosh, I hate how dirty this litter box is when instead she could have AirPod on That's talk true. to her husband and be like, yeah, this litter box I see what you're saying. So you got to be able to vent, but I don't think yeah. telling her, hey, it would be you quieter. need to call your husband it and wouldn't vent be in her instead face of venting to it. me. Yeah, it, I think it's a good idea. It would be quieter. wouldn't be in her face because it's one. Imagine this. You're in the next room and I'm your housekeeper and I'm wanting to complain about this. That's, oh, gosh, your floors are disgusting. But instead I have an AirPod talking. I'm like, Gosh, these floors are so disgusting. You, you might not even hear it. And if you did, you'd barely be able to hear it. Maybe. I, I agree. Maybe she should do that. But I just don't know how you would recommend that to somebody. Hey, you can call somebody and vent. Exactly. Like, how would same... you take that if, like, say you were complaining about a lawn and the customer was like, hey, why don't you call somebody and just complain to them? Because it, in this case, it's no, no it's, it's not. Because don't think of her as a customer. Think of her as your boss. Because she doesn't have a boss. I think this is her own business that she's doing this with. So the customer is her boss in this. In a way. Yeah. Especially if, because she's working at this one house for 24 hours a week. This is probably one, this is either one of one or one of two cleaning jobs that she has. True. So she's essentially her boss. I think she just need to find a new cleaning lady. This is probably the most passionate that we got about a certain subject. Maybe so. One of them. Can I refuse a detention my child got for defending herself okay so before we get into it and thank god the context on this one is not as long as the one before it i think i i hate the the zero tolerance policy for bullying and violence and all that at school because no here let let me explain it because (laughs) they 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 will call any type of fighting like it's like you're mutually bullying each other i would i'm what i'm gonna tell my kids is Never start a fight. Always finish one. If I ever hear that you threw the first punch, you're grounded. But if you got punched first, you better beat that kid unconscious. I'm going to be mad at you if you don't fight back. And so, yeah, I'd be like, oh, my child was defending herself? It says, yeah, herself. My child was defending herself? Good for her. I hope she really taught that other girl a lesson with lefty and righty. That's all I want to hear. No, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I was laughing because you're like, I hate that no tolerance, bullying, crap, like. People are so soft and liberal. Okay? If we just... <laughs> no, no, look, I get it. I, I, I get it. People are too sensitive. But yeah. there is actual bullying that we don't at all well, want. I think a certain amount of bullying is acceptable. I mean, there's going to be guys, like, picking on each other. Like, nah, that's just, yeah. Well, that's you, just... Well, no, but that's just guys giving each other crap. You know, it's so hard not to cuss today. There's just been so many opportunities. <laughs> just, just so many opportunities. <laughs> but, no, I'm saying, like, a small amount of bullying is good. Because you got kids now nowadays saying, like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not a, a guy. I'm, I'm a they. You know, these kids need to be bullied into being normal. <laughs> no, I mean that. I'm not saying that for the show. These kids need to be bullied into maybe being not, normal. Maybe not bullied, but taught. I, bullied okay. and bullied and taught. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, here's my take. Here's my take on the fighting. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm the highlight of this episode. I'll tell you that. Much. I'm not saying that you need to 
like invoke violence, but defend yourself and defend people. Yeah, exactly. Like, defend you others just, you care about. I didn't say that. Yeah. Or defend those who are helpless. Yeah, that too. Yesterday, a boy wouldn't stop hitting my daughter during class. He kicked her under the desk, wrote on her new jacket, threw pencils at her, physically pulled her jacket off, and threw it on the ground, amongst other things. This was in class. There was a substitute teacher who saw the whole thing, and when my daughter asked the sub to make the boy stop, the teacher asked my daughter to sit back down and ignore it, and the boy will stop. He didn't stop. He started hitting my daughter on her arms. At this point, my daughter lost it and, for lack of a better phrase, whooped his butt. Now, the school wants her to do a full day's detention with with the boy. I'm not sure if I agree with this. Can I refuse or at least refuse detention with the aggressor? So, I would refuse it. And if they say I can't... Yeah, and if they say I... I'd say, I taught my kid to defend herself. I'd be mad at her if she didn't whoop his ass. Oh, sorry, whoop his butt. I was doing Almost. so good. You're good. I was doing so it's good. Okay. That's not a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> when I do the podcast with Cody, I got to think, how would I talk to a 10-year-old about it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I would say this. If the school I'd says I can't. the whole thing. Yeah, and I would. If the school says she still has to do detention, then I will, in front of the principal, look at my daughter and say, all right, in that case, this weekend, do you want to go to Six Flags? You know, well, what do you want to do? You can go you know, play laser tag? What, what do you want to do? Paintball? We're going to go celebrate you standing up for yourself. Good job. You know, we're you know we're having. And I'd we're say, go what, get I'd say when is her detention scheduled? Thursday. Okay, she's sick on Thursday. Yeah, we're going to Brahms yeah. all day. Oh, and don't don't worry, principal. She'll be punished at home. Want to go to Six Flags? Yeah, we'll go Brahms. <laughs> Brahms is more fun than Six Flags for yeah. me. So Six Flags <laughs> is a punishment. I'd rather do detention. <laughs> Six Flags is a punishment for me too. So heights are terrible. But it's weird that they would put them in detention together. That is, yeah. Again, people great are job, substitute. Stupid. Great job, way to yeah, way to earn, tell way oh, to earn your money. Yeah, he's bullying you. I'd just sit there. Just He'll take stop it. if you ignore him. Yeah, yeah, just sit there and take it. You're yeah. doing good. Yeah, I'm sure your eighth grade guy is gonna just stop because you're ignoring him. The neighbor's dog attacked mine. Still hasn't paid in over a month. So there's two avenues for this. One, how are you dealing with the neighbor generally? Because that neighbor, you know, is gonna be there for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Number two, how are you going about this payment situation? Let me get your thoughts first. I think that I'm curious what it was. Like what well, was? Yeah, it? I am too. Like what was it? Was like like we bit his ear off. I'm assuming attacked means there was like a good amount of blood in a vet vet visit. In a vet visit. I'm curious how long it's been. Hasn't played. You gotta just bother him. Yeah, bother the heck out of him. Knock mm-hmm. on his door. Be like the, the guy from England from a few episodes ago that was screaming in his garden. Yeah, yeah, 5 a.m. You need to pay me. You need to pay me. You need to pay me. $500. $500. Just be annoying. Because mm. I've, I've had customers for the last six years of my life. I've had people who don't pay. You have to just bother them and bother them. And it and works. Bother them. Or more often than not, it works. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I very seldomly have had somebody actually not pay total of probably maybe 60 to 90 bucks that had never not been paid oh like wow. very minimal and for how many clients because at one point you had over 100 houses that you were mowing consistently yeah. every week or two yeah i stayed on top of it for multiple I was summers not, I, so 60 to 90 bucks all time i'm like the drive-through man you don't you pay when you get your service mm-hmm. you don't pay 30 days later 60 days or 90 days later i don't play like that yeah so i'm always on top of it and it's just by annoying and reminding mm-hmm. and reminding kindly until you had to be annoying 
Yeah. And I'm assuming at this point you've reminded kindly. Time to be annoying. Mm-hmm. Who cares? It's yeah, always approach with kindness first. And if that doesn't work, then you got to, you know, kind of be a D-I-C-K-A head. And, and threaten an D-I-C-K-A. I made up a letter somewhere in there. Well, you added an A to the end. I also just threw in the word key. D-I-C-K-A. Key, key, C-K combined. <laughs> it's, and you added an A. D-I-C-K-K. <laughs> which is very, not even close to anything that would be at the end. But yeah. anyways, I, and then I would threaten like getting an attorney or suing or I don't know what, I don't know anything about law, but I mm. think you could do that. Yeah. Very easily. All right. Small claims court, at least. I know I brought that up before. Side note. In small claims court, we're lawyers... <laughs> wow. What? <laughs> you just said that. Oh, yeah. Just, I genuinely did not read this before. Side note. In small claims court, where lawyers are prohibited, if the defendant is in jail, court papers can still be served upon them, except they have to get a lawyer. And the lawyer will be paid by the plaintiff. Are you kidding me? Guess I'll sue the father since he didn't properly secure the dog when he brought it inside with his wife. Because ain't no way I'm paying for the attorney of the person I'm suing. For all the people who say sue, would you still sue knowing you'd have to pay for their attorney? I guess that was an update because then he gets into what feels like the story. Maybe. I was in the backyard playing with my dog when the neighbor's pit bull escaped the house, jumped the fence, and attacked my dog. It's their son's dog. But the mother and father came over and didn't even apologize. Only excuses like, oh, it's his dog. We told him to get rid of it. I've told them multiple times to spend the money now for training or pay significantly more later. The last time I told the son the last time I told the son that was a week and a half before the attack. I haven't even seen the son, because not long after the attack, he left out of the county. The only reason I know the only reason I know that is because these people would not contact me. So I had to keep texting them. That's when they told me the son was in jail for speeding in someone else's car. What the heck? He also had warrants in both counties he was in. Shaking my head. They told me they would sell his car to give us the money they owe for vet bills. But the kid is still in jail after four weeks, and I think the parents think none of this is their responsibility. When actually, the mother and father were the ones that let the dog escape, which makes them complicit legally. How much longer should I wait? Or should I just file a claim in small claims court? These people keep taking outings with, with their crappy 1996 boat. They have two boats. Every weekend, when they haven't paid a single cent, let alone apologize or even ask if my dog is alive. All right, so it I, seems I like it. they I have a problem suing them. But. So they're willing to offer you the son's car in order to pay for the damage, that visit, all that stuff. Tell them, hey, you're going to pay me, and then you can reciprocate the cost by selling your son's car. But I want my money by Thursday. And what are you going to do if it doesn't come in by Thursday? Or is this just... We have step one. We don't know where to go after. Yeah, it's, you got to be confident. You have no idea what step two is. Thursday, probably nothing's going to happen, but you make it seem like they don't want Thursday to come. Well, that's true. We that's both you know do. you they can get a lot of places in life just by being confident. And by putting a day on it. Yeah. All right. I mean, I think that's my best advice. Say so you can pay me now, and then if you feel bad about the cost or you need the money back, you can sell his car. Mm-hmm. I'm not selling his car. I don't want his car. I want yeah. my money. I'm not dealing with your prisoner son's car and say that to right there in their face. Your yeah. prisoner's son. Also, the thing son. I don't oh, say that. Who? How fast was the son going if he is in jail for four weeks for speed? He had warrants in other counties. He oh, warrants, had warrants in other counties. Yeah, Sorry. he's he's a problem child. How was I the one that read it and you have a better grasp of what I read than I did? 
Oh, well, that's what happens when Actually, I read it. When I'm reading, I'm not paying thing. attention. Like, do you remember back reading? in high school, like when you know, you'd be in English class reading Romeo and Juliet or whatever? Every kid had a part. Yeah. And you know, you'd go through and like you'd look at your part ahead of time and you'd read it to know what to say, and then you would sit there and you'd read it, and then everyone else would read and you'd go look for your next part and you'd sit there and read it. And every time you read your part, you have no clue twenty seconds after what you read. No, on the days, not at all. On the days when you didn't have a part, you know, and you were one of the twenty kids not saying anything that day. You just sit there silently, and you would 100% grasp yeah. what happens. But the day that you talked, you have zero it's comprehension. It's because when you're reading, you're, you're trying to do good, and you're, you're focused performing on that. You're performing instead you're not paying of listening. attentioning and learning. Yeah. yeah. No, that's exactly what happens to me when I'm reading it. Yeah, like, same here. I'm, and half I'm the time sitting when you're here, and I'm trying it, to enunciate it. Nothing against you, but I have ADHD. So I've done I'm, it to you before, So too. every time I'm thinking, cool, I get 30 seconds to not think or do anything and then halfway through i'm like wait i have no idea i have to respond to this let me go back and read real quick nine times out of ten i do pay attention while you're reading but every now and then i'll catch myself and be like oh crap i gotta say you're in speed read right all right well the advice we gave to this person was quick but i mean that's honestly that's what i think you do is you just tell them thursday and then you know honestly like if there is a problem with suing them because the guy's in jail so you'd have to pay for his lawyer wait for him to get out uh, yeah, I'm assuming if he's just in there for you know a couple things, it sounds like if he's gonna be in there less than a couple months, just wait for him to get out to sue him, and then do it quick because he sounds like you know he's a real screw up. So do it before he can get back himself back in jail. So. I, and I would say it's time to move. Yeah, that's what I would think. Spread some office gossip. My boss is now trying to identify who did it. I love this. And this is like that one episode of The Office too, where uh, it's a. Uh, Michael uh, is telling everyone that Stanley cheated on his wife or something, and he makes up <laughs> gossip about everyone else, too. Oh, really? I you remember, remember that? It's been so long since I watched The Office. It's been so long for me, too, but I've been uh, watching Parks and Rec with my girl now. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, and a lot of the plot of it reminds me of The Office, because it's very similar shows. Yeah. And I've never seen funny. Parks and Rec. So. Oh, you haven't? No, I'm enjoying it. I might like it more than I do The Office. I, I want to watch The Office again. It's so funny like i see well, all those like memes and stuff on like instagram mm -hmm. this reminds me of it's so freaking funny it's just so stupid and, it's like our sense of humor yeah guys sense of humor like i don't know if ali would like it but well now is the best time to watch the office because apparently they have on peacock you know, the former network that i used to be on <laughs> for a whole 30 minutes <laughs> Apple TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we both been on tv before now <laughs> yep. that we could say that as of today um but yeah, uh, my former network, you know, Peacock, they have the extended episodes on with like each episode has like five to ten minutes of bonus content now. So really, yeah, yeah. Mm, like this that. is not an ad that naturally came up in the flow of conversation. We're sponsored by Peacock. Uh, Peacock has not paid me in about a year, so <laughs> they, they don't owe me anything. <laughs> they owe, I need to sue. I, I, I don't get royalties for the show. This <laughs> is a two-time payment. All right, so your boss trying to identify who did it. I mean, just lay low. That's my thing, right? You gotta lay low, but I'm just curious who you told. Like, did you tell a lot of people? Did you tell like your best friend? And then that spread. I'm more like, curious how, how about the severity out? of the gossip that well, you started. Let's, let's figure it out. Let's just get this out of the way up front. I'm obviously an idiot for this, and I know I screwed up. Some more background info. I'm currently serving my two weeks notice. To keep it brief, a coworker in my group was deactivated on our messaging system, leading me to believe they were let go. Given that I had put my two weeks in, I wasn't very cautious and immediately pointed this out to some co-workers outside the group. At that point, one of said co-workers, let's call them X, spread the information further to the point where it reached my boss. 
During the course of this, since I'm leaving, my boss hasn't been updating me on the situation, but he has been updating other group members. Through secondhand information, I started gathering that he was repeatedly asking how X. They just stopped just typing stopped. after that. Okay, all right, uh, we get the gist of it. I I wouldn't worry about it. You're about to leave. You, you're and on it's your not even weeks. like that bad gossip. It's I, just like, hey, why is she kicked out gossip. of the chat? I don't consider that gossip. That's just a person. You, you made a mistake in what you assume. Like you have an office chat, and you know, obviously, everyone is just always in that, unless like they you know, quit or fired or something they're removed from. Well, so she, probably she was talking to people removed. who weren't even in that specific, like, team chat. Well, yeah, but, I mean, maybe they know the person. Like, they just probably saw that, you know, let's just say that instead of X, we're going to call this person Tom, because we have Tom and Sheila, so our mascots of the podcast. Hey, did you see that Tom wasn't in the group anymore? Like, in my initial reaction was that, it's like, oh, I didn't know he wasn't here anymore. Did he quit? Was he let go? Like, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't consider that gossip. That's just, like, your immediate Observing, reaction. trying to figure yeah, like, out. But at that point, is it not just, like, pattern recognition? Like, if the last ten people to be removed, like, five were fired, five, you know, quit, is it not just safe to assume that that's what happened to Tom, you know? I think it is. Okay. I think you're fine. And you're also, about to leave anyways. It's your two weeks. You're going to be there for a maximum of 13 more days because today's over. Yeah. It could be less depending on how long ago you put that two weeks in. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You're good. Okay. You've been helped. You've all been helped. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed our advice today and you think someone you know would be interested in our profound and also comedic knowledge, please share this show with them. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok. If you need advice, you can send us a direct message on any of our social media platforms or you can reply in the Q&A section of the episode on Spotify. I'm Cody, and that's Hunter, and y'all have been helped.